Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. Hey guys, James here. Wanted to let you know about our sponsor this week, 80stees.com. I suggest everyone go over and take a look at their catalog of amazing t-shirts and merchandise. Everything from 80s movies, cartoons, TV shows, music shirts, wrestling, superheroes, video games, horror, but not just the 80s. They got the 70s, 90s, early 2000s. So go on, take a look at 80stees.com. And when you get to the checkout, make sure to use promo code BFOP to get an additional 30% off. This episode is brought to you by the unnerving horror thriller, A House on the Bayou, which is now available on digital and on demand. A family vacation in rural Louisiana takes a sinister turn when neighbors show up for dinner uninvited, testing the family's fragile bonds and forcing dark secrets to come to light. Buy or rent A House on the Bayou and watch it today, unrated from Paramount Pictures. Hello and welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and we put them on our big list. My name is John and with me as always are my co-hosts, James Hey-o. and Dustin. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you, you nailed it. Nailed my own greeting. <laughs> this is episode... Something. And we're still not good at this. But I think we have a really fun movie to watch today. Uh, so before we get into uh, Attack the Block, James and Dustin, what have you watched? Which one do you want? James, go ahead. You've been watching uh, all, right. all kinds of I think stuff. James apparently. wants to go. He's all right. uh, itching. He's raring. So uh, I watched the documentary Val. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So uh, Val Kilmer. Oh, is that what it's about? <laughs> <laughs> That's for the audience's benefit, James, not oh, yours. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was interesting to see the kind of behind the scenes and um, it's kind of interesting because he was in a lot of things and then he just kind of dropped off. And I I think that kind of went with that. He got the reputation uh, of being a difficult person to work with. Right. Um, It's sad. Yeah. um, But he has such a good attitude, though. He does have such a good attitude. So. It, it was, uh, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. So, so I watched crazy. He had that much footage of his life and stuff going all the way. Back. I know it's pretty insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I watched that and then I watched, uh, future kick. <laughs> right. I saw you post about that <laughs> on our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> cop uh, kick puncher. Yeah. So this is like a, uh, a total recall knockoff. Right, Don, or not Donnie and Don the Dragon Wilson, right? Yeah, and uh, I picked it just off the cover art yeah. on Tubi. Um, <laughs> Always a good way to go. <laughs> Never lets you down. Well, I think <laughs> Never that, lets me down, I ever. Think that raises an interesting question, though, is that 
when we were younger, Dustin, well, both of all of us, James, you were included, is that we used to, <laughs> but like, well, I feel like more for Dustin and I, we did spend so much time in video stores mm-hmm. with no access to anything. Yeah, like, no, you didn't have an internet telling you if it was good or not. And we did. We just picked movies off of. Of course. Honestly, I picked movies just from the cover art. I didn't even read the back. And that's I, <laughs> I was just like, let's go. I think that's that's fun. I mean, I picked Wet Hot American Summer. I mean, it's the whole point of the cover art, right? Is to to draw you in and be like, sell you on the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I picked Wet Hot American Summer to watch one day. Yeah. But I'd seen the cover art for like so many times. It was, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely horrible. I think it was a whole bunch of people in bed, like at the same time, and yeah. I was like. This is no, in- I have no interest in this. And I finally watched it and it was, am- I mean, it's amazing. I love the right. movie. Um, can't go by cover art alone. But you can't go. I also watched K, like, like, like women caged or something like that. <laughs> it was like a women's prison movie. Well, I know why you rented and that And you one. totally went off just and uh, <laughs> And I'm, a friend of, a friend of mine and I, Steve, we, we rented that. And that movie sucked. <laughs> Those women weren't caged nearly as much as they should have been. <laughs> very disappointed. Very disappointed. But it was a well, it was a very provocative. Right, like, right. That's a whole genre. That's right? a, yeah. Women in prison movies. But yeah. like, man, those are. It's fun. To, it's fun to pick things off of the cover art. Like, oh yeah. Because you can't judge a book by its cover. Whatever. Whoever fucking said that. <laughs> Clearly a dumbass. Super lame. Shakespeare. Um, Shakespeare. What a moron. Shakespeare. What a, <laughs> what a dipshit. What a cuck. Um, but like movies. Direct quote. Movie, <laughs> it, yeah, put that on a fucking t-shirt. Shakespeare. What a cuck. Um, but movies were so much fun when you went to the, when, when you went to the store and you like got to actually experience like seeing them all like right. You see Future Kick. You got to rent yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, after an hour of being at the video store, you're just yeah. like, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get this. Sure, one. this one. <laughs> we yeah. I mean, I think we did a whole episode on just like like video store stories, video store memories. Yeah. I've just been like, I remember lying on the floor and just being like. Being there for an hour, I was like, I lied on the floor and been like, just pick a movie. Well, you go in with like three friends, <laughs> yeah, and it's was, like, would, you know, it's a whole debate and debacle trying oh, to pick. Yeah. You, oh, we're gonna f- choose five movies. Oh Jesus! And that's what it was. It was like four people, and I was I remember lying on the st- on the floor of value. Uh, sorry, of um, uh, what's the one? Save on video. Sa- the video store by Value Village. Oh, like video update? Video update. Yeah. Lying on the floor and just being like catatonic. <laughs> just being like, can you pick a fucking video to watch, please? <laughs> so it's very serious deliberation. Ah, man, that was fun. Yeah, and that's kind of what I get going on TV. I just... Uh, right. The whole I also, mess of stuff. I, I, I feel like read. you might be working for Tubi at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Secretly right. getting checks from Tubi. Because <laughs> if you um, are, I just want you to cut me off like 10 bucks. <laughs> right. Uh, I just want a sandwich. So, so I watched that, and then. Uh, but you didn't say if it was amazing or not. Well, <laughs> I would say it's not amazing. Uh, <laughs> surprise! Uh, Damn it! If you want to watch a movie that's like Total Recall, I would watch Total Recall. Um, the original. The original, yeah, not the piece of shit remake, but 
I know that's your favorite version, Dustin. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> love man. that Colin Farrell version. <laughs> I mean, who can say no to those baby blues? Yeah, right. Uh, so I watched that, and then uh, after watching the uh, Cowboy Bebop trailer, trailer yeah, uh, I went on Netflix, and there's a TV show. Yes, the series so, that it was so, based on. So, uh, so I've been watching that. I think I'm on episode like nine. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm loving that. Nice. Like, it's fantastic. Okay, well, you'll have something interesting to contrast with then once the, the live action version comes out. Honestly, watching just nine episodes and having seen the trailer, I'm just like, there's no way <laughs> they can be like uh, Spike can be as cool as he is in the. Wow, look at this guy, real animesman over here. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I was at his house today, and he showed it to me. And he's like, he he just put it on. Like, it was no big deal. And I'm like... (laughs) That's right, I watch anime I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, this is... Yeah, I'm big into this thing called anime, guys. You guys heard of this? You heard of this? And I was like... (laughs) It's new. This isn't you, James. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, James showed me, like, we... I'm like, hey, can you just, like, start an episode? And he started an episode... And I can't believe there is something that I feel I feel like every person who's like super into um, movies, TV shows, that kind of shit has these things like this list in their brain where it's like, oh, this was made for me. These are the sweet spots. Like this is like specifically made for just me. Like Mm -hmm. and he showed me it and I was like, this was made for me. Like oh, this. You hear that, James? It's not for you, man. Well, yeah. it's also yeah. stop watching. I'll stop watching. <laughs> James and I have incredibly similar like heartbeats when it comes to stuff like this. So um we beat as one. Yeah, so to <laughs> to see it and, and, and watch it and like be so ignorant of this beforehand and being like, ah oh, yeah, Cow would be I've heard of this, I've never seen it before, but whatever. Uh, and then to watch the actual opening trailer and like oh, sorry, opening sequence and everything like that and watching the show start, I was like, how the fuck have I not watched this? Like I feel like this was made for me. <laughs> and it, that's interesting because you guys I mean like you're not huge you're not a huge anime guy either. You've seen different things over the years. I'm not a huge anime guy, but this pulls from all of my favorite right the vibe is pulling from different from from american movies and tv shows especially like um detective stuff and certain music It, it, it all pulls from that yeah um yeah it's so good i would recommend whatever you're watching you should stop watching it <laughs> stop watching that and shit and put on cowboy viva yeah i noticed it was on netflix now so i was like i i gotta i gene and i had watched it years ago we had watched like a chunk of it but we never finished so i'd right. like to go back to it right so yeah highly recommend checking that out nice cowboy Bebop. uh there's a movie too yeah, there is a movie yeah. uh, that's like, I think, the end of the anime or something like that. Yeah, there's yeah. one season and a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other thing I watched is Detroit 9000. Oh, yeah, like black exploitation yeah. movie from the 70s. Yeah, and uh, John, I think you would really like this movie, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I highly recommend. Oh, Dustin, you would like it too, I guess. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But I found it enjoyable. I found it like it's a definitely 70s uh, crime cop movie. And it's just 
I don't know. It's very of the time and it just in a good way. Right. So, yeah, I recommend watching that. Yeah, that's one I've never seen, but it's a, it's a definitely a well-known one. But uh, that's on Tubi too. No, no, it's not oh, on Tubi. Okay. Um, yeah, we haven't we haven't really done anything out of that genre either on the show. So I feel like at some point we should do something. I usually don't go into the seventies. Um, <laughs> it's not. Well, my, this is the uh, way to get you there, I guess. We got to uh, do a black exploitation. Right, I guess. Gonna wa- I'm gonna watch this movie and I'm gonna tell you what I think about it next week. All right. Perfect. Oh, homework assignment. Holy shit. Uh, well, I ha- I have not watched a ton of stuff. We, were, my wife and I, were away for five days at a little cabin out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I did watch the first new episode of Dexter. John, did you watch this? Yes, I did. <laughs> He's got a smile on his face, and but there was also a sigh, so I'm not sure how to read that. I did, uh, and I I don't want to. You, you tell me you. You go ahead. Okay. Well, I had mixed feelings on this first episode. Okay. Uh, can I, I want to go back though. I think that's you're jumping in too soon. Well, we can go back. I think you're. I think you're. The. I think there's a, a interesting story in front of that. Oh, like, please. Why? Like so, Dexter, this show mm-hmm. that I'm gonna assume forty to twenty percent, twenty to forty percent of our audiences watched. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty popular show. It was popular, but it was 20 to 40% of our, popular, of our audiences watched. <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> I don't well, know where this, man, this math's What I'm from, saying but. is that most people, I don't think, have watched it. And it ended horribly. It ended very badly. Uh, it's very widely. I mean, to be fair, it was a up and down in terms of the quality of the seasons through the entire run. First, I almost felt like it was a, like one of those, like, every other season is good kind of shows. <laughs> It had um, a good run, but uh, what I'm saying is, is like also that I think people don't understand why it would even come back. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously I think there's a desire maybe from the creators to let's end this differently than we did because it's it's considered widely to be one of the worst endings to a TV series ever. It's one of the worst couple last seasons I remember really liking the sixth, which I think was the second last season. And then it went like, when, his kid, when they went off, when his sister said she was in love with him. Yeah, and stuff. When, when his kid falls on the, when his kid falls on the, on the treadmill. Oh, I don't remember that's that. The, that's the episode that ruined, like, I was like, the show's it's not coming back from this. <laughs> I'm done. Um, but yeah, so all along, like I stuck through the whole show and all along I was like, Eh, you know there was some good stuff here bad stuff here so it was never like something that was always at a total home run but the character and the whole idea was so interesting i kept watching it um and so when he said it was coming back i'm like well of course i'll check it out uh this first episode the things i thought i liked about it was it was nice okay it was cool just to see dexter again so i have talked about this with dan yeah uh, because he was like very not Interesting. Not interesting. Yeah. yeah. Did he watch the whole show? Yeah. Um, but I was. He's like, oh, was it like good? And I'm like, I was really happy to to be back to see him. Yeah. To, see to him. be with like, him. To be in this world. Like <laughs> right. it's like it's it's genuinely fun. Yeah, I liked the setting of this first episode, the small town thing. And he's Dexter. He's Dexter as fuck. Um. But there was a lot of stuff like in terms of the writing where there weren't any surprises. Like every beat was like, I you know, was 
forecast to me like it was like okay this is gonna happen then it happens and okay, this is what's gonna happen I and think then this it happens. season is gonna be Pablo you think so I think it's, it's, it's just supposed to be a one season deal yeah, right it's one season I think they're they're gonna give you pa- they're just gonna feed you exactly what you want every week yeah see yeah, yeah. I, I I need some surprises so it's, it's only the first episode so I'll, I'll keep watching the next couple and see how it goes but um Definitely got mixed mixed feelings on the on the first one. It's like every everything that happened, I knew was going to happen, like every single thing. So uh, I hope that they find some ways to bring in some. I don't think Dexter was like, tricky. Like, no, no, he no. I don't, I, I, what I mean is, like, I don't think the show was tricky. I think you knew what was going to happen. No, I think it was a little more. I mean, yes. I don't mean that it was like some. It's not sh- clever enough. I I think that the charming part was just like who he was. Like he No, definitely that's the main draw. He's just But storytelling wise you got to do you got to have some unexpected things happen. You can't just I hit they, every beat I, that I, you know is going to I think they will. I think they are just like easing us in. But I think yeah. this is like I said it's going to be pablum. I think they're just going to feed us exactly what they want. They're reacclimating us to this world. Sure. Gonna, I mean, first gonna, episode, you've got to have, you know, some yeah, of that. So. They're going to give us stuff. They're going to give us that, uh, the thing where uh, the the bad guy, spoilers for Dexter. Um, <laughs> they're going to give us the thing where, like, the guy is, or the woman is, like, tied down in that incredibly Dexter way. Mm-hmm. Where they're, 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 like, cellophane Right. You know what I mean? They're going to give us that um, two-handed like knife chop to the chest. I mean, spoilers there. They already did that in the first episode. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's all the Dexter like classics that you're sure. You've got to hit the classics cause that's what people are coming back for. But you've also got to do something to make a, a reason for it to exist. Anyway, I'm um, confused. What does that have to do with football in Texas? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, oh, that's a different show. <laughs> The only other thing I watched was the first episode of the new season of Big Mouth, which was uh, pretty funny. I haven't watched that. Uh, are you are you up to date on it? No, it's one of my favorite shows. I just haven't had the chance. Diana, my wife, doesn't like it. Too many shows. So yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely not a, a show for everybody. Big Mouth, but uh, yeah, the first episode was funny. Seth Rogen was in there as a character. Um, He's been there for a couple couple of years now as a side character. This was a brand new character we haven't seen, I think, uh, oh, okay. in the show. But. Isn't it just for like twelve-year-olds? <laughs> filthy, filthy twelve-year-olds. Yeah, uh, isn't that every twelve-year-old? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. Well, yeah, that's a good question. What age would you let your? Would you be like, you should watch this? Fourteen? Maybe. <laughs> well, what age did you let your kids start watching it, John? It's their, fa- it's their favorite. It's their favorite. Sam was telling me when I came in the door. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Big Mouth? I'm like, yeah, I've seen Sam fucking is, Big Mouth. Sam is four years old, for reference. <laughs> He's not watching Big Mouth yet. Uh, More of a bluey guy, I'd I guess. I'd say 12, 12 to 14. I don't know. The thing is, is like, do you monitor everything they watch on Netflix or any of these streaming? No. So who knows what they're watching? They're watching Squid yeah, Games. Some crazy, some crazy shit, yeah. Ah. Uh, Okay, Do I don't you need to talk- leave right now and yeah. check? And go see what no, no, watching. No. I don't want to talk about that because it will go down an entirely like different <laughs> than current. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of things I watched. Mm-hmm. 
catching up with. Uh, Isn't that a show keeping up with the something? keeping up with the Kardashians? Oh the no, with the yo the Johnsons is it? <laughs> I don't know. Sure, the, that sounds the right. The Doers or the I don't know. Like, I, honestly, I totally like I blanked. So I'm watching uh, I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. Uh, what season is it on? Like ten or something? Thirteen. Thirteen. Holy I shit! Think. See, I love that show, but I just haven't 11? watched it. Yeah, it I feel like 11. I need to watch it, and I I've I, only seen random yeah. episodes of yeah, it. Yeah, me so. too. Yeah, I think it might be eleven or thirteen. I can't remember. I'm watching that, and then I'm watching a show that I am trying to convince you guys to watch, and I would make me really happy if you watched it, which is Succession. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a show that I definitely intend on watching. How many it's, seasons is it? It's on its third season. It's too many. It's a show <laughs> I'm. I am just. Why well, would I watch that when I can watch Future Kick? <laughs> exactly. Well, hey, it's done in like 84 minutes. Right. So it's even if it was so, shitty, it only took up that much time. It's just a show. I'm. I would really love it if you guys would watch it. Yeah, I I definitely intend on watching it. I have not started it. I feel like um, I think it's one of those things where I've heard. That you kind of got to get through the first season for it to get really good. Like the first season's good, but it's not. It nope. gets much better, kind of thing. No, wrong. You, you are you are misinformed. You are so wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you, Mayor of Wrongsville. John is shaking his head here. No, no. You need to get into the vibe of the show, and then once you're in, like you want to understand like the rules, mm-hmm. then it's great. Okay. But we've we've talked. We've droned on far too long <laughs> about things that we have enjoyed, things that we have done on our free time. Uh-huh. I think it's time for us to watch, talk about something that we were forced to watch. Are forced to watch <laughs> by me. Uh-huh. This is my pick. Let's talk about Attack the Block. Roll the trailer. What is that called? That's an alien, bruv. Believe it. And I landed in the wrong place, though. You get the wrong place. <laughs> Welcome to London, motherfucker. <laughs> well done, lads. We discovered a species hitherto unknown to science. Believe. Maybe there was a party at the zoo and a monkey fucked a fish. Yo, check it. More. More what? Them things. Lovely fireworks. Mum, it's alien invasion. Of course it is. I'm killing them. I'm killing them in the street. Let's get tooled up, blood. Quite sweet, really, aren't they? Oh, that's different. They ain't even the same thing. That looks triple the size, blood. We need to get off the streets. Back in a block. What kind of alien would invade some shitty council state in South London? One that's looking for a fight. <laughs> All right, we watched Attack the Block. It's a 2011 film. Uh, it's uh, written and directed by jo- uh, Joe Cornish. Um, sorry, John Boyega, Jordy Whittaker, uh, some other people. Nick Frost is in it. I think this is the first time that Joe Cornish uh, and John Boyega had been, uh, well, for Joe Cornish had directed and written a, a feature-length film, and John Boyega had been in a film. Um, so it's a pretty, I think a pretty huge movie if you like look back. On. Yeah, for sure. There's careers getting uh, cemented here. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty monumental film. Like it's an independent film, a British independent film. But like it's it's kind of launched the careers of a bunch of people, Dustin. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Joe Boyega, or sorry, John Boyega, this is his first uh, first movie role at all. Uh, I think he was in some plays in school and stuff, like high school before this. And then you had Jodie Whittaker. I assume she was in a bunch of stuff before this, like a lot of British movies and TV shows. She you was, would recognize her from Broadchurch. Yeah, but she was... Now she's Doctor Who. I I think that no one was going to stop her ascent to the yeah, top. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, she's... She's you see it in this film. She's pretty amazing. And of course we have Nick Frost, who people already knew at this point from But he was playing like a side Yeah, he's a smaller role here, but he's just somebody to I think draw people in. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's somebody that's just like coming in and and almost doing a favor for this like this director who was like Starting out. Starting yeah. out, yeah. But like Joe Cornish has now become kind of a big deal. Yeah, well, he's he was buddies with Edgar Wright, uh, as I understand it. Um, and he, he's written some other movies now since then. He wrote the first Ant-Man because Edgar Wright was supposed to direct that, and then that whole changed. He wrote that Tin Tin movie that Spielberg did a few years back. I like that movie, by the way. Yeah, it's a good It was movie. fun, yeah. Um, he did another movie called The Kid Who Would Be King. It was a kid's movie. I heard that it was actually pretty good. I, I didn't see that. Um, and, of course, in the, in the works, he's got... Uh, Attack the Block 2 apparently is coming down the pike, which I hope that well, is true. Have, that's been the rumor for quite a yeah, while. Yeah, for a while, yeah. But the, they have ramped up um, recently saying that uh, it is being made. Yeah, so. that, that'd be great. Also, speaking of British films being made, apparently they're filming Luther right now. Oh, yeah. Nice. A movie? The, a Luther film, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Standalone. <laughs> from the TV show, yeah. yeah. Do I have to watch the show? Is what um, I'm trying to get at. Probably. I think you should probably watch the I'm show. I'm pretty sure I watched. It. The, How many seasons is it? Like, I don't know, three, four. four. Yeah. Okay, I only watched one season. <laughs> the show fucking rules, dude. Yeah, it's a fun show. Did you spend shows. so much time watching bullshit that doesn't ask you to watch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just. That's because he only asks for like maybe ninety minutes. That's all I'm asking of your life. Yeah, each yeah. episode is like you can just put like, there's like six episodes. In I watch seven seasons of Bosch. That's no true. one asked you to do that. Okay, <laughs> we might and, have on this show. And I was like, I was dreaming Bosch because I would wake up, watch Bosch. <laughs> you loved it. Yeah, it made you so happy. But towards the end, I hated it, but still loved it. I was like, it's why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, because you're like, I hate you, Bosch. I wasn't eating properly, John. <laughs> okay, he ate so well. Oh, eating yeah. like in that show? popcorn twists out of a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, let's get back to Attack he, the Block. James though. was on a very uh, hardcore um, black coffee and, uh, t- and slice of tomato and twists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so what, what did you guys have? You've seen this before, John. I have. Oh, you, this was your first time. I didn't even James. know it existed. Yeah, so James, you've never seen this before. No. Okay, I had seen this as soon as it came out. Yeah. This was obviously like very my kind your, of film. your lane. This was in my lane. This was an independent film um, starring nobodies. <laughs> That came to a movie theater near me, and I was like, fuck yes, of course I'm watching this. Oh, you went and saw in the theater? Yeah, I loved I loved this movie. I loved it when it came out. Um, I, in, 
enjoyed it when I watched it afterwards, like on like on Blu-ray or well, fucking DVD. Uh, and I enjoyed it today. I think this is a fun fucking movie. Yeah, uh, I still had a lot of fun with it. This, I think this is maybe the third time I've seen it, but um, yeah, I think it holds up pretty well. It's uh, it's ten years old now, which seems kind of crazy in itself. It seems so crazy. This is well, it seems crazy like in two ways. Like it seems kind of crazy like this is only ten years old. And it's already <laughs> ten years old, right? But you know what I mean. It holds up in a way that like. The CGI is not bad. Like, it, yeah. It well, could, they use they only use a little CGI, from right. what I understand. It, yeah. Like, it could come out today and it's still. Yeah, there's nothing right. to look terrible. They're pretty restrained with the effects. I mean, they don't have a budget, right? So they right. have to be uh, minimal in what they're doing, but still get across like what they're they want from this. Can yeah. you discuss how it was minimal CGI? Yeah, so apparently they they tried to do as little as possible CGI. Most of most stuff in the movie is practical. So like, they they had only a couple of those creature suits, um, the aliens that we'll talk about in a minute that are attacking them. Um, but they were able to like use them for all the shots and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I think there's just some like extra effects shot stuff, like in terms of you know explosions and well, exter- lighting and stuff exterior like that. Exterior shots they did when the aliens were climbing the. The building, the building, right. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So those were actually, but it's like stuff in shadow, and like you know, it's not like you're staring at some gross dated right. CG. So stuff. were those actual suits? Yeah, the, there's two. Like the monsters, most of the shots of the monsters are suits. That's um, really cool. Yeah. Um, I because there's a scene that's like about three quarters uh, through the film where they talk about how like the the color of the aliens is like blacker than black. Yeah, yeah. Um and that's a really cool shot. One of them says he's blacker than my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I and that was really rad. I love how they did that. It looked really cool and it really did look blacker than Yeah, it was super dark. It was super yeah. dark when in contrast to like I mean you're watching this movie 10 years ago on a fucking <laughs> TV from 10 years ago. I was probably watching like, on a laptop. <laughs> yeah, that's like that is like pixelated yeah. garbage. Yeah. And yeah. I watched this uh 720 uh wasn't in 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 like 1080. Um and it looked amazing. Yeah. So like uh, I was super impressed. Yeah, I was very impressed. I had to watch it with subtitles though. Yeah, the accents are because the accents heavy. and they talk really quickly. Yeah. Plus, there's a lot of slang that like I have no idea. Like yeah. I, I, I obviously pieced it together as it was going on, but right. there's a lot of slang. Yeah, I think I, I think I felt like that the first time I saw it, where I was like, oh wait, what are they talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This now, now I've seen it a couple of times, so like it was not as hard to keep up with it. But James is definitely uh, James and Dustin don't like uh, cultures that aren't. <laughs> Um, wow, what? they're speaking English. So. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to get at? Like, I don't. James and Dustin don't like cultures that uh, don't make a certain amount of money. <laughs> Jesus. What? Uh, I think this is a. Uh, it's fun though. Like as like a. You can tell that the person making the movie loves movies and they're just like having a fun time. Oh, yeah. Making, you know, it's a pretty simple creature feature thing, but it harkens back to some 80s movies and stuff. And it's just, yeah, I think it's that, got that energy. That's a great point. Like, this movie is definitely something that, like, Joe Cornish loves movies. 
Mm-hmm. And he loves, like, obviously he wants to make movies, but like, he loves the history of, like, of these types of uh, characters, like these like creatures and stuff like that, and like the uh, the the heroes. And he just really goes for it. Yeah, I mean, you can feel sort of like a hodgepodge of other past movies. Like, you you get some Goonies thing going on here. You got some Gremlins type stuff, mm-hmm. E.T., whatever, all that Spielberg kind of stuff from the 80s. But then he's setting it in this very specific location. So then it has its totally own refreshed, like, feeling to it. Like, it's it feels unique, even though it's, you know, just kind of doing something we've seen before. But it's presented to you in a totally, you know, fresh manner, I think. Yeah, I mean, it is fun. I You can see all the beats as it's going through. Right. Like, I, I can, like when he's watching TV and they're talking about moths, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely going to come up <laughs> right. later. Oh, yeah. So like I some, thought about some that, too. Stuff. Like, there's, like, Chekhov guns are, like, dropped continuously through this movie. Um, so you have the first one, the first one being, like, the jump. The jump, yeah. Can you make the jump? Yeah. But those are just good little setups but and payoffs, right? I, Which kind of goes back to like the Goonies. Right, yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff. Because yeah. that's totally what the 80s, like those types of movies, were all about like a kid couldn't do something. And then, of course, that's... He's the, in a situation now he has to he do has it. He has to do it to right. save the day or whatever. Well, I, yeah, and I agree. The, the question comes... Why not do those setups? Like, why not? Well, like, why no, not? I think, le- le- I think you can do them in a way that uh, is charming and satisfying. Like, you can be like, "Oh, this is coming," but then when it happens, you feel good about it happening. Yeah. Well, like, so this movie, it just feels like wholesome. Like, it feels like good. It's like you know, um, home cooked meal. Like, it feels wholesome. <laughs> like, genuine. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, it's not forced it's not yeah you know it's not i don't find it tacky in any way yeah i think you know he's working from a script that he wrote and that's good but then he allowed these actors to make the dialogue more like these kids like more like what they would actually talk and then that and that lends it i think an authenticity that it wouldn't necessarily otherwise have if it was all just his words written on the page well cuz i thought during like watching this movie that like this guy wrote all this stuff like <laughs> this this guy is not a teenager so was so. there a lot of improv then yeah well so i guess you know they would go through they would shoot scenes with the dialogue as written but then he would be going to the kids and being like how would you say this like oh okay is there a different way that you would say this that would be better that would sound more like what you think it should sound like and then that's what they would mostly go with in terms of the, like dialogue stuff so uh yeah so most of these the slang and all this stuff isn't necessarily stuff that he wrote he wrote yeah um i mean i 100 percent believe that this group of friends are friends and they're like a tight-knit yeah, group. yeah absolutely that is absolutely something that is like a part of this film which is i love that connection between those those friends and like it sucks and i think they make a huge swing in this film where they kill members off Mm-hmm. Which I think is not. Yeah, you didn't see anyone in the Goonies die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, and, and that's a big part of it is that is the fact that you see like there's members of this group that that literally get murdered like yeah by these 
beasts by these wolf and, bear things and they're, the, and they're <laughs> yeah. the worst deaths actually yeah they're bad yeah. like the worst deaths actually happen to the people but in this so group you're taking the past movies that we were talking about but you're raising the stakes because absolutely they are sure. they're actually in peril like, but yeah exactly absolutely yeah and i like the fact that there's also this uh this like b squad of like the younger kids, yes, yeah, the, the little kids, kids, yeah, and mayhem, like, and, and <laughs> what's yeah. what's really fun about that? I think what what Joe, Joe Cornish did really well is he created this like B squad that deliver on what they were planning on doing, but they're also the most like vulnerable, yeah, yeah. because they're so young and they're innocent, and he lets them go. Which I think like changes your like your emotional. Does that make sense? Like, because you're like they're, they're the little kids. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see the little kids get eaten. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't die. Yeah, like I'm glad that would have felt mean spirited. Yeah, it would have felt. But he, uh, I like how he also gives them. Like, yeah, like they're, actual, they're involved. They 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 play a role. They're involved in the entire movie, but they also get an actual kill. Well, yeah, right. they're they're trying to be involved in the entire movie. Yeah, because they, they want it. These are the guys that they look up to. These other older street kids yeah. that, or block kids. What, um. Well, and that's what's interesting. Like you have this group of friends that they're kind of like they're fifteen, right? Fifteen, sixteen. They're they're on the cusp of like joining this other gang or group right that high high hats this, hi -hats. this yeah. rapper well, hi -hat is this like rapper, drug dealer yeah. who has like ambitions yeah. to be a rapper so it's like you see the you see the different groups the drug dealer then the 15 year old and then you have the younger kids and it's like how each one looks up to the one above them right yeah and that's uh, a good point it's, it's a good like point. a generational yeah. step yeah. stepping stone kind of thing yeah um, and then you also get just the fun of flavoring of Nick Frost as the pot dealer. Yeah. And, you know, the nerdy college kid who is coming there to buy I his love, weed. I love him. I thought he was so great. He's perfect in this he's role. He's so good. It's uh, so good because he's so out of place. So he's he apparently is supposed to be Joe Cornish. Like Joe Cornish wrote that character to be like himself at that uh, age yeah, or whatever. That's rad. Uh, Brewis, Luke Treadaway's yeah, character. He's this incredibly like unbelievably handsome guy. Who is completely out of his element? Yeah, he's he's trying to be cool with the kids, and they're all just like yeah. he's, he's like a, such he's, a nerd to them. He's <laughs> also like super smart in what he does, which is like zoology, and he's a complete fucking idiot. Like he <laughs> he has no idea how to actually deal with people. Yeah, well, he's just like a dumb college kid. But yeah, so I guess Joe Cornish, like his inspiration for writing the movie was he was mugged by a group of block kids or whatever oh, okay and he said there was this moment when he realized when he's being mugged that they were just as afraid as he was and that's the whole like starting point for him writing this movie oh okay um, interesting sort of getting into the heads of these characters of these kids who are like yeah they're they're robbing you and they're like these you know they're being thieves and stuff but like they're not some hardened like criminal element they're kids who for whatever reasons, this is where they're at, right? So, uh, it's an interesting starting point. For I him. mean, Dustin, you remember robbing people, right? <laughs> it's kind of what you do. <laughs> well, I like to keep that on the down low. No, okay, it actually, that that's makes, my side hustle. That yeah. makes so much sense, though, in the way they deal with their victim and how, like, John Boyega is like he attacks her. 
right? They they mug Jodie Whittaker at the beginning of the movie before the aliens have landed, and that's kind of where this whole thing starts. But but by the end, they're like, we didn't know you were a part of our block. Yeah, he's like, if we knew you were from the block, we never would have robbed you. And she's like, the fuck does it matter? Yeah, like that like, makes it okay. Don't. Yeah, they're do looking this. at things in this small territorial kind of way, right? Like, uh, so on. A side note, I think we should get into the action of this film, but I think as a side note, I, I really enjoy what this film does when it introduces the families or the lack of family with right. all of the main characters and like how their dynamic works, right? Yeah, we're not seeing like super involved parenting necessarily for these kids. Or we're seeing parenting that's like trying to do its best. Right. That yeah. Trying to do its best. Um, and the, I, I'm not gonna say their names. I I can't remember, but like the mom that was like cooking the soup or the stew, mm-hmm. like she's just trying to do her best. But then you have like people who have like n- a dad that's just like take the dog out. And it's like <laughs> right. that's all that matters to them. Or um, with Moses, you find out that he has nobody. Yeah, he's got like an uncle who's not really around. And kind of and, thing. and I think that's really important in that they show all of the other characters going to their houses and getting a weapon, but they don't show Moses. Going right, he in. doesn't go home. Yeah. Moses goes home, but they don't show what his home is like. They mm-hmm. show every other character. And I think it, it, it's trying to show like, you don't understand what these people come from. Yeah. That's why he's like the leader too. like these other kids. They're like, these are his family. This is the family yeah. he's made. That's why they're so loyal to each other. Right. They're this tight group. Um, and they're all so good. Like these kids, they're all like uh, inexperienced cool. actors and they're all doing a great job. Uh, the kid playing Pest, uh, the white kid, yeah. he's great. Uh, Alex Esmail. But they all are awesome. Like they all contribute here. You know what I found interesting actually in this movie is he's the leader and not once has anyone, did anyone question? Yeah, no, no, they don't ever question Which him. is weird because... Usually in movies, there is that right. moment. You get that trope of like, but, they start to question the leadership. Like, But the whole time, they're like, no, he's the leader. They're loyal to him, yeah. I never even noticed that, but yeah, you're totally right. Like, yeah. they completely trust him. And in the end, they're they're vindicated. Yeah. Yeah. Moses because is the he hero. Does, he does do He saves the, the block. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. This movie fucking rule. This movie is so good. It's so fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's really tight. There's like, there's no fat on the in the on the movie. Like, I don't know if, if I mean James, this, you're the pacing guy. I didn't feel like there's anything really that you would want to cut out of this. Like, everything serves its purpose in the script in the movie as it's going along. Like, yeah. there's no extra, I don't know, extraneous shit that you're like, oh, this could have done without this. Well, I feel it was kind of there might have been some parts where uh, it's like almost like duplicate scenes where they're going through the block to the different units. And then I think they're trying to give you an idea, a bit of the geography so that later when you have those, but all the hallways pieces, look exactly you, the same. Well, the hallways. Yeah. yeah but you have so, like those walkways and stuff. So can I bring something yeah. up about that though? Is that they're all supposed to look the same. And we see this in, we've seen this in other movies where, um, when you're disenfranchised, when you're poor, everything is just the same. It's just it's always, a lot of people crammed in this one building. 
and, and so even, even like dread has that where it's like they're living in this huge in the, in the case of dread it's like this futuristic thing where it's like massive amounts of people living in a tower but like but it's, it's the same idea right like, it's yeah. trying i think it's trying to show that these are all people who are living within this world um that have no real options so when you take away the idea of like individuality or beauty or any of that kind of stuff like you gives you the sense of what this place yeah. that they're growing up and in they is. make a huge point of saying that um the nurse's apartment is really nice yeah no and i, saying, I like, get that i understand why they're here yeah i understand what what they're doing it's just I, I can't pinpoint the exact moment, but there was a moment where I was like, I looked at my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> and so that's all. Okay. I'll look at my phone. Constantly. Um, uh, have you guys ever seen, John, have you seen this movie Fish Tank? It's another British movie. Uh, I watched it in, I think I watched it in film class. So here's the thing. I have seen that movie. Have you? And I was so fucked up when oh, okay. I saw it that I don't remember. It's a similar, I mean, it's not I've similar s- in terms of there's no aliens attacking, but I think it's the same area of London. It's this girl, teenage girl living in one of those buildings where like, it's just all these people jammed together and it's, yes, you know, it's I, have seen, I have seen the movie. Stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, you get some of the same feeling too. And what you're talking about that, that neighborhood feeling of all these people on top of each other kind of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I got that feeling for sure. But you're saying there is you could just trim a little bit. I, I don't like. Who the fuck am I to say where it needs <laughs> to be trimmed? I'm just, if I'm being honest, you know, I was into the movie, and then there was a moment where I picked up my phone. Yeah. Now that might just be my lizard brain being like, I pick up my phone constantly. I know, but what I try to do when I'm watching a movie, especially for. If I'm gonna give it a rating, I appreciate this professionalism. Is I try to not pick up my phone, but <sighs> you're a better man than I, James. <laughs> I'm trying to give the you know, yeah, movie know my whole attention, and it, but so. it's hard because like with this fucking phones, these things like oh, I know. You, you, Don't you, get me started, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Even if I'm into a movie, I look at my fucking phone, so it, it sucks. I, the only time I don't is if I'm at the movie theater. Then I don't look at my phone. So. Right. Well, let's talk about, yeah, John, you wanted to talk about action scenes in the movie, getting into some of the specifics. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I feel like this movie has surprisingly good action sequences. Yeah, for a low-budget thing in this world, I think they're all, accompl- like, they accomplish exactly what they want to. And I think they did a really good job with the practical effects and the CGI, whereas... Um there's points where I can tell it's CGI, mm-hmm. but um, James, you brought up earlier how little of it is CGI, and well, I'm surprised. Dustin, did. I brought it up. But Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say James. Fuck James. <laughs> uh, yeah, they also do stuff like when they go into that shed and beat up that female alien. They do it off screen, so you right. can't see it. And then they have just like the corpse of it dragging yeah, around. Yeah, which is dragging around. super smart. It's like an ugly smart. fucking. It looks like a ghoulie. He does look like a ghoulie, <laughs> but and and that's what they should do more often is do things off screen. We don't need to see everything, guys. No. Yeah, and they, they do still manage to do some fun stuff when they're getting attacked by the bigger creatures and stuff in the apartments and in the hallways and stuff. I think those yeah. creatures look amazing. But, they look really cool. But that being said, a lot of those scenes where people die, 
it's partially off screen partially off like, screen or a close-up where it's like oh here's someone's face and the thing is chewing on their yeah, head yeah exactly or like that the one kid that gets his head popped off yeah, like that's yeah. all off screen you just see the head, head fly yeah. and then the head flies but they but they get across what they're doing without it feeling like they cut a corner or something like you oh yeah i never think that oh like this is low budget or something like that right it doesn't take you out or anything like that no um and there's like the fun sequence like we talked about with the kid having to make the jump because he's cornered on either side by the by the wolf bear things as they call them but yeah it's a there's a good point john they they do look cool and they're they're kind of unique like they're very unique like they have these glowing green like teeth and claws and like well i think um, it's saliva they got the saliva that, that's, that's that they find I, out glows later. That's what I thought it was. I thought it so, was like yeah, they have this sal- like, it's not yeah, their it's teeth. it's right. It's like slavering on their it's like teeth. Their, yeah. It's like their blood. It's like their innards. Yeah. and they can't see right. Yeah, because they that, they sense the the blood right. That I didn't understand. So they can't actually see them. But they can only smell the blood because there's right, that. Cause she sneaks through. She, yeah, exactly. Because she doesn't have any of the blood on her. They find under the black light when they're in the weed room, in Nick Frost's apartment or whatever. That well, like it's not blood. It's pheromones. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's like stuff from the creatures. I'm not a biologist, John. I'm not a fucking biologist <laughs> over here. That's uh, the guy in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, His dad is gonna be so pissed because <laughs> he because he put half an ounce through the. His, his uh, uh, washing machine. Right. And his mom totally, the whole house smelled like skunk. There's a funny scene when him and Nick <laughs> and Frost are sitting there. obviously smells it and said, I'm cutting off your <laughs> allowance. Your allowance. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you lived at home. How am I going to pay for I rent? Do. It's but the, you know, like figuratively. It's figuratively. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. I yeah, want to watch a movie about that guy. He's perfectly just, cast like, for sure. Living life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that character. I feel like that character has like awesome stories where he always is a fuck up. <laughs> but he's like. He's very likable. He's but incredibly yeah. handsome. The guy well, is he, like he's making the point about how handsome this yeah, guy is. I didn't notice that. Did you? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I saw this movie. That guy. That guy. Typical. I, I looked him up. Fucking <laughs> white man knockout. He is a dream. Stud. This guy is. Uh, this guy is floating your boat over here. Stud. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Also. Fair enough. I'll tell you who I think is a dream boat. Him. <laughs> Luke Treadaway, your new favorite. Yeah, that guy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Hey, Hollywood, take notice. Ten, ten stars for Luke. Ten star. That guy gets Luke all my stars. Right well, we see him in the end. He's wearing. He's just wearing boxer shorts and a ripped T-shirt. Wait, did that happen, or is that just like a scene that John I, was hoping? I don't right? know. <laughs> Luke Treadaway, how about you carry me away, you stud? <laughs> oh, he could. <laughs> he could walk me across a fucking. Uh, yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah. Uh, there is a cool, like, sort of diehard moment where uh, where Moses is hanging off the building after he's bl- sort of blown up the the one apartment unit. Yeah, I don't the like the fact stuff. that he's hanging by the the fucking the flag, the flag, because it makes no sense in the in the scheme of the entire movie. Because the entire movie is about how the government is actually against them. I actually found it funny because mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> hung by the flag I, I would have put the flag in there because it would have been like hey that's Ironic. like every American movie there has to be a flag right but there's also that feeling of like 
yeah, we're like I'm proud of this place that I'm from, but also there's all these problems with it. Right? I never. Is I about how, yeah. How the whole movie is about how. Yeah, but people are loyal to like even these kids would be like no. have some sort of loyalty. No, no. He says like first they tried this and then they tried yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah Moses. At, at what point in there do you hear him <laughs> say like yo fucking Britain for life? No, but that, that's the thing. It's like it's like being you cheer for your home hockey team or whatever. It's the same kind of yeah, like tri- you have tribalism. this spirit in you. Yeah, of tribalism. Even if I, you're like this place sucks because it does yeah. all this shit to me. No, there's still a sense of like, and it's the same in these American movies. Okay. Like, James and I would both be the first ones to be like the opposite of that. Like we would have him hanging from like a fucking like like communist flag or. John, James, no, James just I would said have, he would I would have, have <laughs> I would have him hanging from that well, yeah, you, flag. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just, I'm saying something, some, like, com, something completely different. Like, this entire system has let him down to the point where at the end of the fucking movie... Mm-hmm. They're going to arrest him, yeah. He's, well, I think that actually, you know, do you know, I think James might actually be right. It was a great idea to have him hanging from a British flag. Because at the end of the movie, he's arrested by the people who should be protecting him, which is the British government. Yeah, the feds, as they keep, they the always feds. refer to them as. Yeah. Oh, the feds point, are here. At one point, they do say the FBI doesn't exist. Yeah. I, I don't know it doesn't British exist slang in, from 10 years ago. In Britain. Yeah, because one of the guys calls him like the he's like, the FBI will show up, and they're like, we don't have the fucking FBI yeah. here. <laughs> we have the something six or something, he's or like, the nine or yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, the, there is the action that they have. It's not big over the top stuff. It's it's stuff no. that's suitable to the story that they're telling here. Yeah, uh, you got that fun little chase scene where they all have those little motorcycles and stuff, and the one kid has to like duck to go through the little. Uh, you know, ticket thing or whatever. Yeah, I like that scene when they're getting chased. I love all that stuff. I think that stuff is like really fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's the overall movie is is just a fun movie. I don't think there's much negative I would have to say about it. Um, like, I don't feel like there's a lot of. There's a, some really cool kills in the movie. I think that uh, when the cops get killed. Yeah, they get they do get a, get a bit gory here. Yeah, they get they they. So I was watching this movie and I had to watch it today uh, with all my kids at home. And it was a <laughs> constant battle between some of my children being in the room and them not being in the room. <laughs> uh, so it was like kind of like, don't can you just fucking not watch this part? Um, so when uh, go so watch Big Mouth. So when, yeah. when some <laughs> fuck you, Dad, I've already watched it. <laughs> when I want come, Dad. Um, uh, so when some throats were ripped out, um, it was kind of like hard to like deal with that. But when they're uh, so you had a parent, <laughs> I had to be a dad for a second. I actually didn't even do what my wife did. Um, <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, <laughs> she was like. Just, just, she was just like, leave daddy to watch his shows. She was moving her hand in front of her his eyes, like, <laughs> like, like a. I don't even know what, what is this. What is this movement I'm moving, Dustin? It's this. It was, <laughs> I don't know. Down, uh, like, like peekaboo. Like, 
Don't fuck Don't try me. to see the jugular get r- ripped out. But when he can uh, hear. He can hear the jugular. There's some cool. I, I thought there were some really really cool deaths. Um, yeah, uh, you got uh, High Hats as assistant guy there. Yeah, thing. but when mm-hmm. the cops get killed, I thought that was rad. Yeah, that attack on the police van and stuff. Um, they throw those uh, fireworks and underneath and try to scare them off. Yeah, but when the when the they get gilled and they're like straight up against like the side of the mm-hmm. like they get rushed. Yeah, up against I th- that was like some good. Up. There's some good splatter. Nothing over the top, but but pretty good for this kind of movie. What I what I'm trying to say is that they did a really good job at being low budget. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. like using the low budgetness to like sell the movie, with still using practical effects. For sure, I um, think yeah, I think they, like we're saying, like nothing is distracting or takes you out of it, nor feels like oh that was cheap. But you know, watching it, that they were able, you know, that they were able to do this on a very restrained budget. So, it being a low budget movie, does that affect your rating? Yeah, it gets only a two. <laughs> but but you know what I mean like if obviously if you have like a 250 million dollar budget you can do way more and you can have way yeah, more it affects, action it, I guess it affects the rating and that my esteem for it goes up because you're able to accomplish what you want without blowing reams and reams of money on a fucking fake Optimus Prime or whatever the hell it is right. like on the screen to like oh look at this like look at this we don't actually have a story here but look at this yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so for me uh, it affects my rating in the sense that what they did within their like scope of what the scope kind. of what they could do, they did really well, mm-hmm. and they didn't try to do something outside of that. So when I see movies that are like two hundred and fifty million dollars, right, I'm like, well, that looks shitty within your scope, right. Um, Whereas this movie, I think that they really picked and chosen when they were going to use, like, practical effects versus, like, CGI. The CGI is done in a tasteful way that it doesn't stand out. I, I think it's done in a really, really good way. I think this movie is a perfect example of, like, how to make a lower budget action horror movie work yeah i mean there's obviously there's things you if, if you're writing a, a, a movie where uh some character has to like jump off of a building and blow up a lot of stuff like well that gets harder to do when you have, but they don't make the no they they're do purposely things. doing things where you're not and, reaching for something you yeah, can't yeah and grasp. the giant set piece i think is stupid at the end where like he jumps out of the building he gets all of the beasts or whatever the aliens. Yeah, he makes them chase him. It's all that's all fucking stupid. Like, well, it seems kind of out of place. In, it makes in no the movie, sense in the context of the movie. But I understand why they did it because you wanted some kind of climax. Yeah, you have to have like a bigger feeling set yeah. piece at the end, right? Head doesn't want to come. John, yeah. we all want to come. <laughs> all right, we spend that's why we, spend we watch most of our time around here wanting to come. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Let's do our ratings, guys. Unless there's anything else you uh, want to hit on. No, I think that's about it. We're going to end on coming. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's get to our ratings. <laughs> I'll go first. This is my pick. Uh, reaction is an 8. Overall, 8.2. 
I love this movie. I think it's really good. I um, I think that there's a really uh, interesting question that James asked involving, like, how do you rate this movie to to do with the money that was in, like, invested in it? Uh, I think that really kind of like freed my brain up to be like, yeah, there is a difference between them, like a $250 million movie versus like a lower budget film. And I think this movie does so much with what it has. For sure. Um, also just the casting I think is so good. Every, everybody, there, everybody's there, great. There everybody's is great. not a bad actor in this film and I'm involving the children mm-hmm. that are like eight years old. Yeah. We all, all the way up. We didn't talk about the, those two like little kids. A little bit we did, but yeah. But like those kids were amazing. Yeah, they're really fun. They were so, so funny. much fucking fun. Yeah, it's um, it's such a good time. Yeah, like I, I'm saying, if you wanted to blow up your entire filmmaking career, bet everything on one thing. Joe Cornish did a really great job picking this. Like he he did an amazing job. So yeah, eight point two. Uh, James, what do you got? Uh, so my reaction is an eight, but, uh, still I give it a overall 6.8. There he is. My stingy James. Gotta love it. So I'm always <laughs> low. Uh, my reaction is also an eight and my score is a 7.4 overall. All right. So that is uh, overall score is 7.5. So this is going to be high. Yeah. On our list, this is so tied at number 30 with Ricky O, the story of Ricky, <laughs> wow. and Upgrade. Interesting. Can I go last? Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I can't put this ahead of Ricky O. That's like a mind-blowing experience. Yeah. Uh, Upgrade is really awesome. I think I have more fun watching this movie, though. Um, so I guess I'd put it in the middle. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I mean, I can't put it ahead of Ricky O. Upgrade is another, uh, low budget feel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tight, like very, like it makes sense that these movies are tied with each other. Like, um, yeah, they're it's do, kind of they, crazy. They do, they do a lot with a little, both of them. It's kind of crazy, but I feel that upgrade edges this movie out just for, there's some unique camera angle. Yeah. Um, I mean, the shots. action is probably, you have to say, is better in And upgrade. then, yeah, action-wise, like, the kitchen fight scene really mm, sticks yeah, out to yeah, me. Yeah. Like, I just feel it's doing a little bit more for me action-wise. So Fair I'm going to say this goes behind upgrade. So, yeah. John. All right. So Ricky O staying on its own. That... Mm. It's not being challenged here. <laughs> no one's being, no one's challenging Riggio. Um, I think Upgrade is. I I love Upgrade. That is my kind of film. Mm-hmm. It's my kind of movie. Um, in a lot of ways, so is uh, Attack of the Block. Like, it's a tough choice. It's it's tough because I feel like this movie only fails in response to Upgrade by the year it was made. Right. I mean, I, they're, they're different kinds of movies, too, kinds right? Films and I would probably put this movie above Upgrade because I think it's a better made film. I think that Upgrade has a better um, 
the 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 stunt squad, everything like that, like the action sequences right. are better. Action is better. It's it is also more specifically an action film. They're both science fictiony movies. Yes, but I would put but, this movie above Upgrade as far as like a film that I think is like dope as fuck. <laughs> okay. But I love Upgrade. Okay, um, so we're saying it goes between the two then? Is no, that it doesn't. It ends up going behind Upgrade. Oh. Based on your votes. No, no, I voted for it to go behind Riccio before Upgrade. Yeah, and both of you did. No, no, he voted it go behind Upgrade. I voted it go ahead of Upgrade. Yeah. Oh, did you? So I vote it goes behind Upgrade. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you fun. made it sound like... Yeah, oh, made... sorry. Uh, sorry, ahead of Upgrade. I apologize. Okay. It goes ahead of Upgrade. Okay. I think you're both wrong, but <laughs> fair enough. I mean, that's a really close one to me. I could, I could, if it was upgrade, and I thought it was going to be, uh, if it was behind upgrade, I would have been totally fine. Hey, with don't that. worry, it's two ahead of hard boiled. So, where are we going? Where are we going to do that fucking movie? <laughs> I just love saying the movies that <laughs> it's ahead of. No matter what movie we there's play, always something behind it that's like, like, what the fuck? This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> so that's the. You know, it's hold on. So Dustin. Uh-huh. It's too behind hard boiled. Sorry, it's two ahead of hard boiled. It's three ahead of Assault on Precinct Thirteen and four ahead, and of, Predator. Four ahead of Predator. Yeah, I mean it's it's a real it's a real shit show out there. But what are you gonna do? And Commando's at thirty six. Yeah, so six. <laughs> We're doing our fucking best. So okay? it's the new number what? Thirty one. Thirty one. That's it's high up there. It's a good, it's a great. It's a very entertaining movie. It, I like if I was making an action movie list, I don't know that I'd have it that high on the list, but it's just such a fun movie and there's not much you can say against it, right? There's not much I that's going to take huge. it down. So I think that the way that we are looking at action movies is very different than what most people are. Um, where we get into these huge problems. Well, I know, but if you're saying, "Oh, I'm going to look up a list right now. What is the top 50 action movies?" Most people are going to not be looking to see Attack the Block within that top 50 of action movies ever made. You know what I no, mean? No, but maybe maybe people are, the people who are making those lists are wrong. And like we've been feeding people the wrong list for too many years. I no, think you it's guys the are children who are wrong. <laughs> no, no, I think that we are the children <laughs> and that we are trying to reevaluate. We're going to fuck up this whole system, man. I think that we're trying to change things. We have Starship Troopers at number 27. It's because of the fucking movie rules. <laughs> yeah, but I think that we need to... We're trying to change the way that people are looking at action movies. I think I rate movies that aren't necessarily action lower. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to when it's tied with something... I usually put you, it. You put the action ahead of it. I put that. I, I, I understand that. My determining factor is the action. Yeah. So that's. So if I'm looking at like, so we're looking at upgrade versus attack the block. I think in my mind, I think attack the block to me is maybe a slightly better movie, but upgrade is the better action movie. So I get yeah. what you're saying for so, sure. So that's why for me, upgrade would go ahead of attack yeah, the block. I get so. that. And we, I think, I think I sometimes do that and it's just like down to whim of what I feel. Yeah. That day, yeah. And I understand. But that's the thing is that we, we do this every fucking <laughs> it's a, episode. It's an ongoing conversation. It's, no, no, no. I think that we admit the fact that, 
that we are that I'm right. fallible. <laughs> that, that John we, and I are fallible. No, James that is we that we <laughs> that we're trying our best. Sure. Where like, these lists? Okay, so you read a list. Look up. Yeah, someone makes a Look list and then here the it is. Top, the, the definitive. Top 20. It's like these people are nothing. There's no heart. There's nothing behind that. We are having a conversation yeah. about what we want. Our number eight, nine, ten are Heat, Logan, and Big Trouble in Little China. And our number 11 is The Matrix. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. Shit on that. If you don't like it, that's fine. But at least we can have a conversation about why we chose those. Yeah, if I remember. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. We should have a we should have an episode where we just like look up other people's lists and rip it apart. Sure, let's do it. All right, Rolling Stones. Here we go. Number one. <laughs> well, let's not do it right Mad now. Mad <laughs> Max Fury Road. That's our number one. That's yeah. our number one. Number too. two. So apparently, we're so far we're with it. Number two, Die Hard. The OG. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't done that one, so we can't talk about number it. three. John Wick. That's our number two. That's our number two. So, so so far, it's pretty pretty accurate list. So pretty far. accurate. Yeah. Number. I mean, again, subjectively, <laughs> like number, number four, the Raid Redemption. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, that's like twenty at this point. Like, I think it's like thirteen. Man, I love or that. Something. No, it's not. Thirteen. Aliens is thirteen. Okay. Number five, Enter the Dragon. Now that is like I think sixty or something on the list. We were really mean. Number to that six, movie. The Matrix. That's number eleven. Number seven, Hard, Hard Boiled. Boiled. There it is. Number thirteen, I think. Number eight, no, Seven number... Samurai. Nice. I don't know if I would consider that an action movie, but it's a great fucking movie. Number nine, Black Panther. Uh, no. I don't think that should <laughs> it's be. It's a fun movie. It, it, it wouldn't even be in the top 50 good best action movies it. in my my. Never, I mean, it's ahead of Aliens. The, uh, the, the, biggest problem with, Aliens. the biggest problem with a movie like Black Panther is that the action itself isn't that good. The but story is good. Okay, the characters are cool. The world the, is cool. The action isn't very good in that movie. But yeah. here's the thing, though, is that like they get away with this, whereas our list looks terrible mm-hmm. Tremere 2 is our number four what's wrong with that raise of the lost ark is our number three i think oh uh, nothing there's nothing wrong with it robocop is number seven like these are valid picks yeah terminator 2 doesn't show up till 16 on their list yeah but they're fucking full of shit anyway <laughs> is he even on their list heat well it's not an action movie so logan <laughs> Well, they got Crouching Tiger on there. If Crouching Tiger's on there, then Heat can be on there. Yeah, Logan is 22. We have Logan at 9. Fast Big, 5 is 24. Big Trouble? Oh, Big Trouble is definitely not on this list. Big Trouble is not on anyone's top action movie list. <laughs> it's our number it's 10. It's our number 10. I know, but <laughs> nobody puts that on their <laughs> yeah. list. Um, I think it's just a And I mean, most of the reasons are not the action that we that it's that high on our list most of the reasons is everything else about the movie not that the action is bad per se but that's that's not the strongest element of the movie right no but that's 80s action like that Mm -hmm. movie is a take on 80s action heroes big trouble big Mm -hmm. trouble oh so you guys both need to listen to the yeah uh, i've listened to carpenter black blank check it's so good yeah where they really break everything down. 
Yeah. I think that we actually go into some stuff about Big Trouble that they don't even go into. Nice. Take that blank check. (laughs) Fucking losers. All right, John. Got to do the spiel here. Got to wrap it up. (laughs) Got to get going. Do you want to leave? Let's go. Wrap it. He's got to do it up. Let's go. You can leave without me. Finish it up. Hey guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check us on Instagram, Action Action Podcast, uh, Letterbox, Action Action. Don't bother with Facebook. Nah, we don't really do Facebook. And uh, become a Patreon. Yeah, think, about, think about giving deal. us a few bucks. Give Patreon. us money. Throw us a dollar. Give us some money. Make us watch a movie. Here's the thing. I'll watch your movie. I'll watch your bullshit. <laughs> Fucking movie. <laughs> I'm watching. I, you know what? Give me 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Ooh. Give me All 20 right. bucks once. I'll watch any movie you ask. Avatar 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I'll now. fork out 20 bucks uh, for that. A, <laughs> we have a new, we're going to have a new page. James is making a new Patreon. That's only It's fans. called. It's called it's called twenty dollars. John will watch any movie you make him watch. Yeah. And I'll do it. See you next week. Let's go.